0: It's October the 16th, 1520. Nearly a week has passed since Martin Luther received an official letter from the Pope denouncing Luther and his teaching and giving him 60 days to recant. The Pope had written, Arise, O Lord, and And judge judge thy cause. A wild boar has invaded thy vineyard. Arise, O Peter. As he reads the letter again, Luther knows who the wild boar is supposed to be. And he knows what it will mean if he doesn't recant. Condemnation and excommunication. And then, execution. And as far as the church is concerned, the fires of hell. The Pope's letter lists 41 places in Luther's writings that the Pope deems to be... Heretical, scandalous, offensive to pious ears.
1: Our pastoral office can no longer tolerate... The
0: pestiferous virus. The Pope's reference to Luther as a wild boar is no accidental turn of phrase. Four months earlier, Pope Leo had completed a draft of the letter while he was at his hunting lodge, preparing to hunt wild boar. It had previously been reported that the Pope was dismissive of Luther. This Luther is a drunken German.
1: He will feel different when he
0: is sober. But by the fall of 1520, Luther has shown no sign of sobering up. His thinking has only become more developed, his writing more pointed in its criticism of the Pope. Pope Leo decides he has no choice. He calls for the destruction of all Luther's writings. His books are piled up in the Piazza Navona in Rome and set ablaze. Even Desiderius Erasmus, the great philosopher and scholar who is loyal to the Pope, feels the wording of the papal bull is too much. The inclemency of this papal bull ill comports with the moderation of the Pope By burning Luther's books, you may rid your bookshelves of him, but you cannot rid men's minds of him. Pope Leo X sends a letter to Luther's patron and protector, Frederick the Wise, the Elector of Saxony. His was the church where Martin had nailed his 95 theses three years earlier. Induce Luther to
1: return to sanity. If he persists in his madness, take him captive.
0: Frederick responds meekly. But privately, he's more sympathetic toward Luther than he is to the Pope. They were already burning Luther's books. How long before they burned him? It would not be the first time the church had dealt with heretics in that way. Luther himself, lending some credence to the Pope's description of him as a wild boar, is defiant. If the Romanists are so mad
1: as to burn heretics, The only remedy remaining is for the emperor, the kings and the princes to gird themselves with force of arms to attack these pests of all the world and fight them, not with
0: words, but with steel. His point is not to advocate violence, but to reason that if violence is the way the church chooses to deal with its opponents, It would not be unreasonable for the church to expect violence in return. Since I dislike burning heretics or even killing a single
1: Christian, and since I know full well it is against the gospel, I am merely indicating what they deserve if heretics deserve the fire.
0: Luther feels that his anger is justified. As he sees it, the church is deceiving people, giving them the hope that securing indulgences would guarantee a speedier release from purgatory. Purgatory, the church taught, is what awaits those who, after death, are not yet pure enough to enter immediately into heaven. It was the place where a person was purged of their remaining sins. So what could a person do? if they knew that they or a loved one faced a considerable time in purgatory? That's the question that the church attempted to answer with indulgences. Doing good works could secure an indulgence that would reduce the time necessary in purgatory. Or, and this is what had prompted Luther's 95 Theses three years previously, you could go to a man like Johann Tetzel, who was offering indulgences in return for money but Luther believes that the church's teaching about indulgences could not be supported by Scripture, and that because of that teaching, people's spiritual lives, not to mention their eternal destinies, were at stake. I
1: will not be reconciled or communicate with them. They damn and burn my books. Unless I am unable to get hold of a fire, I will publicly burn the whole canon law.
0: Luther had hoped that his writing might at least bring about some healthy self-examination in the church, and perhaps reform. But it's now clear to him that Pope Leo X has no such intent. I am now certain the
1: pretended vicar of Christ is the very opposite of Christ. The Pope is the very wolf of Christendom.
0: And the wolf is closing in on the wild boar. It's October the 16th, 1520, and Luther has 54 days to recant. This is Barry Cooper. As you may know, each episode of Luther is going to be released exactly 500 years to the day after the events being described, which makes for a very unpredictable release schedule. Subscribe now to make sure you don't miss the next episode. Please share a review of Luther by posting one in your favourite podcast app or by nailing one to your local church door. Kidding, please don't deface churches. Catch up with our other episodes by visiting lutherinrealtime.com. And because you've made it this far, here's a sneak preview of the next episode.
1: The Bible alone? <laughs> this is the bohemian virus. No believing Christian can be coerced beyond holy writ. By divine law, we are forbidden to believe anything which is not established by divine scripture. Herodic! It is better that I should die a thousand times than that I should retract one syllable of the condemned articles.
0: Rupert Wickham is Martin Luther, written by Douglas Bond. Audio production and sound design by Rob Jorgensen. Our music is by John Campbell and my name is Barry Cooper. Join us again 500 years ago for the next episode of Luther in Real Time.